0: You're listening to the Phenom NFL Show on the Phenom Media Podcast Network, powered by the most passionate young sports analysts in the game. If you're looking for creative, informative, and high-quality sports content, you've come to the right place. Phenom Media boasts a team of over 100 youth contributors from around the world, covering every sport on every media platform. Make sure to follow Phenom on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as all of the Phenom podcast channels for daily content. The link tree in the episode description includes a direct link to all of the aforementioned platforms, so click on that to access everything. If you enjoy the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a positive review so more people can discover the podcast. Now, let's get to the show.
1: The agenda is uh, the NFC East.
2: All right. Yeah. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Yep. It's exciting so we stuff. Start
1: with, we can start with your team, the Giants.
2: Oh, what a weekend it was for us, huh? Went from first place to fighting for a playoff spot altogether. Yes, and now the Redskins, I believe, have, uh,
1: sorry about that, that's my dog, I think the Redskins are a game ahead of the Giants now.
2: Yeah, football team, they are one game ahead, but the Giants do have the tiebreaker, Giants do have the tiebreaker with a couple tough matchups coming up for them, though. But if you just look at, if you look at that game versus the Cardinals, you could tell Daniel Jones was not ready to go. Yeah, they got, they got outplayed, I
1: saw parts of it, it was a rough game.
2: It was a rough game. Certainly. You know, Great I'd game. have to call I'd have to call their rookie Andrew Thomas. He's got to be the nicest guy in the NFL. He's just From like Georgia? A, he's letting everyone buy him.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah.
2: Hassan Reddick yeah, all time like sack leader for the Cardinals. For, is he really? Hassan Reddick, yeah. Wow. For that one game he had five sacks. Five sacks. Five sacks in one game. Daniel Jones, Joe Judge told him he couldn't use his legs, couldn't run around. Clearly the football team, game set.
1: Football team had another pretty good win yesterday.
2: Yeah, big beat the, win.
1: Beat the Steelers last week, come and beat the forty ers So one of their I think the I think Washington's biggest matchup is gonna be against the Eagles. Week, oh yeah, week 17,
2: week seventeen. Week seventeen. Yep. Yeah, so if you look at the if you look at the rest of the schedules for the Giants and the football team, you got the Giants have Cleveland, Baltimore. They played last night. That was a great game. That's gonna be tough for the Giants to win. And then they've yep. got Dallas. Well, football yeah, team has...
1: Cleveland looks like a very good football team right now.
2: They really do. We'll get into that more later. Yep. Um, two very good teams. A lot of stuff to go over today. Meanwhile, you're Eagles. The Eagles. Kind of an opposite from the Giants,
1: though, huh? A little bit. Had a good win. This was one they needed. This, the win against the Saints keeps them in playoff consideration. For right now, they go... Fortunately, they have to go and take on the Cardinals... Which is a tough game. They got to deal with Kyler Murray, the defense. So you know, anything can happen. They need another impressive win there to stay in contention for the uh, for the division.
2: Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts. He's it was clear now that Carson Wentz had to be the problem in Philly. He played out of his yep. mind. That Saints defense was the best in the league coming into the game. You know, they had gone fifty straight games without allowing a hundred yard rusher, and Philly gave him two. And they gave him two of them: Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. So. I got a question for you. Is Jalen
1: Hurts the yeah, future right. for your franchise? You know, we're gonna find out. We saw him play one game. He had pretty conservative play calling. Didn't really throw down the field. Ran the ball. He ran the ball 18 times, which is you know, times. it's not it's not sustainable. So we're Great. gonna need to see going forward if he's gonna be able to throw the ball down the field against these good defenses. Great. Right.
2: We'll find out I, against the Cardinals. I saw a lot of flashes of kind of Lamar Jackson type in his first season. Yeah, like, he's pretty fast. Played. He's
1: pretty fast.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not he just fast, he's job. big.
1: Yep, he's big, strong. He does a good job getting outside the pocket. He's always a – you know, that's – it's definitely a factor that he has on Carson
2: Wentz. It's his mobility and speed. Because mm-hmm. Wentz's problem this year was not only his decision-making, but he couldn't move around in the pocket at all. No, like teams looked a teams little are just trapping him.
1: Yeah, he looked a little slow this season. And Hurts is definitely – he's definitely a good athlete. So it'll be fun to watch.
2: So where do you think Wentz could go, like in the offseason?
1: So right now, I would say the Eagles still have him as part of their plans next year because of his contract. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've completely given up on him. If they were to try and trade him, the contract would be an issue. But we would be looking at teams like the Colts or the 49ers. Oh, the
0: Colts teams could are going to be, be
1: willing. Yep, teams that have that they're looking for a quarterback like Wentz and have the cap space to kind of negotiate with that contract and bring him in. Right, because what's interesting
2: about the Colts is Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett, they're both on one year deals.
1: Yep, and Frank Reich, who is the head coach of the Colts, was the offensive coordinator for Wentz in the 2017 Super Bowl run. His his MVP campaign.
2: His MVP campaign. All right, so a lot of exciting stuff from the NFC East the next few weeks. Big weekend for them. But uh, let's move on to the MVP race. So Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of weird games from Mahomes, but everyone else seemed to. have huge, huge moments, so who's your favorite right now? Like who's winning? right now
1: I'm still looking at Mahomes. I think Rogers made it interesting this weekend, but one bad game or one average game for Mahomes, I'm not going to knock him for that. I still think he's the best quarterback in football right now, and I'm going to take him for MVP right now. But Rogers, you know, if he keeps playing like he has been, he could definitely change it and he definitely deserves to.
2: I 100% agree. But what, what yeah. I find funny is a lot of people are knocking Mahomes for last week, calling it a bad game. Forget the interceptions for a second. He had 400 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and the, the Chiefs throw the ball a lot, so it puts a lot of pressure on Mahomes. And, yeah, he played well. He had a few bad plays, but I, th- I don't think Mahomes had a bad game this weekend, and I think he's uh, – I think barring you know any bad mistakes, he looks like the MVP right now. Again, Def-
2: Definitely. Um, speaking of people who didn't have a bad game last week, how about Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's known for this. He, you know, for the next three games, all he has to do is average 156 rushing yards a game, and he's going he's gonna to become a 2,000-yard rusher this season. That
2: sounds he's, like a lot, close. but not for Derrick Henry. No,
1: not, not for Derrick Henry. I think he's had two games over 200 rushing yards this season. Mm-hmm. Played him in fantasy one of those weeks. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, and he's he's so big and so fast. It's hard for teams to stop him once he gets once he gets into his zone. He's just he's a he's a difference maker, and he's fun he's fun to watch.
2: So right. We'll so what so what do you think Henry needs to get to in order to at least kind of enter the MVP race?
1: I think it's a little too late for Henry for the MVP race right now. Definitely, off to Player of the Year as a possibility. Just because it's so it's so hard for running backs to to win MVP.
2: Yeah, I mean, but, um, you look at Adrian Peterson in 2012.
1: He had a historic season. Yeah, Adrian Peterson in his prime 2012, yep. I think mm-hmm. he also ran for over 2,000 yards. Great yeah, he player. did.
2: All right, moving on. Russell Wilson, he had a big game against the Jets, a 40-3 to victory. He threw for 206 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. Is he, even, is he even in the conversation right now? You still have to put him in
1: that conversation with Mahomes and Rodgers because – I mean, look at what he's done this season, his touchdowns and his, his yards and his passer rating is, is incredible compared to other quarterbacks in the league. And he's doing it on a team that, you know, he's, he's really had to become one of the best players in the league just to keep his team afloat in that, in that tough division. You know, his offensive line, he's had a lot of different offensive line combinations since he's been quarterback of the Seahawks. You know, he's got, he's got a young receiver in Metcalf that he's had to work with. Um, so you know, I think as far as most valuable player,
2: you got to put Russ in that discussion. I agree, but here's my thing about Russell Wilson. I feel like if you're not winning your division, I don't know if you can get a vote for MVP. And
0: no, had, right.
2: That's hard. He's had a couple games this year where not only has he cost his game, his team like the game, but he's cost yeah. his team a chance at even winning the division. You see, his four yeah. against
1: the man. Giants. That was a bad game to me. It was this game against the Giants? I thought Great he game underperformed. For me. Great game for you. Uh, I thought he underperformed, and you know if you want to win MVP, you can't underperform against teams. You have to win. So yeah, I agree. I would knock Russell Wilson for not being able to show up in every game like that.
2: Definitely. So I mean, it's Mahomes and Rogers at this point, and I feel like those Mahomes two are, are kind of the uh, the runaway favorites. It's gonna come down to the two of them. They've got Chiefs have the Saints, Falcons, and Chargers. If Mahomes pulls out the win against the Saints next week, that could be uh that could be all she wrote.
1: And that should be a fun game to watch because it looks like Drew Brees is going to be coming back. We're going to really? have Drew Brees against Patrick Mahomes. Yep. It'll be a shootout. Uh, fun game to watch.
2: Yes. All right. So the current playoff picture as it stands, we just kind of talked about it. The Chiefs are the one seed. And then the Steelers move down to the two seed. So after starting undefeated, they're all the way down to 11-2. and two. Yes. So what are your thoughts on how the Steelers' like tide is changing right now? Uh, I think
1: the Steelers have some things they need to figure out it took a loss to the, to the Washington football team that they really shouldn't have lost. You know, when you lose to a team like that, that has, doesn't have such a great record, there's going to be questions. And then the bills, the bills were just a better football team this week and the bills really beat the Steelers. So, you know, they gotta, they gotta come out and start winning games. Otherwise people are going to ask a lot of questions about their legitimacy to be a, to be a super bowl
2: contender. Yeah, so the Bills win on Sunday night is huge, not just for them, but for the playoff picture of altogether. Because that puts them at ten and three, the Steelers at eleven and two. If they can make up that one game, they can steal the that game, they have the tiebreaker. They can steal the two seed.
1: Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely still in it. They just they gotta win the games that they that they have to win, and they'll be good. You can't bet yeah, on the Chiefs losing games.
2: They've got the uh, the Broncos, Patriots, and Dolphins. All three of those games are definitely winnable, but the Dolphins one super interesting they're sitting at the th- at the seven seed right now, which would actually give them a matchup against the Bills if it came down to it. So divisional opponents always interesting in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I like the Dolphins this year. I like how Tua's been playing recently. He came in, didn't you know, had a rough start, but I like the way I like how he looked this weekend. I think he had a he had great chemistry with Kosicki and you know he's got weapons and Devontae Parker. He has a good coach. Uh, Dolphins are a fun team to watch, yeah. this see.
2: Yeah, Tua's special. His game against the Chiefs last week, he ran out to a 10-0 lead, but then Mahomes yeah. happened, brought him all the way back. It was 30 to 10 at one point. So if Tua can work on closing out some of those types of games, then Dolphins can be dangerous. Sure. Speaking of, of defenses, here. oh, definitely. Speaking of divisional opponents in the playoffs, though, the Browns and Ravens both trying to get in it. They had a big matchup last night. What were some of your I was takeaways? An, um, that
1: was an unbelievable game, and you know. You know, the thing is now the Browns are still in contention with the Steelers for for the AFC North. So the Browns are not a complete wildcard team yet. We could see them overtake the Steelers if the Steelers aren't able to turn the ship around. But uh, from last night, I just took away the Browns. The Browns are for real, I think. Baker Mayfield, you know, he went right toe-to-toe with the Ravens. He looked, he looked as well as you could have hoped for. You know, the Browns' defense was a question – Lamar you know he was kind of able to go down the field on him towards the end the Browns defense couldn't get a stop when they needed to but I think it's definitely Browns fans should not be upset with that game I think their offense is for real and they they could be contenders in the AFC 100%
2: not only are the Browns contenders but the Ravens aren't out of it they put up 45 points last night against a solid team I want to say I I think that's the most points the Browns have given up since Dallas back in like week two
1: This is his best game of the season by far
2: for me. For sure. And what's interesting about Lamar's game last night is he missed almost a quarter of it because he played the first three quarters. He was amazing, but he had more rushing yards than passing yards. And then he goes down, Tracy McSorley comes in, fan favorite, takes him all the way down to the 40-yard line. He gets hurt. Hurts his knee. Hurts his knee. So Lamar comes back in, instant touchdown, takes back the lead. All of a sudden the game got a lot more interesting, and then Lamar was able to lead the game-winning drive too.
1: Yeah, and you can see on that play, it's his speed that makes a difference because he gets out of the pocket and all the Browns defenders come towards him and he's able to make – he makes a good throw to Hollywood Brown. You know, he looks he looks as good as you can hope right now coming into the playoffs for the
2: Ravens. Hollywood Brown's got to be the Ravens X Factor this year. His last night he had like three or four really bad drops, almost cost yep. him the game.
1: Yeah, he needs – you know, he's very talented. He's very fast. He's a good route runner. He can get by people. But, yeah, he needs to catch the ball. If, uh, if he wants to be Lamar's favorite target, he has to be able to hold on to the ball. I agree.
2: If, he, if he can play like a true number one receiver, the Ravens could become really dangerous in the playoffs. Maybe Lamar can get Definitely. his first playoff one. Definitely. All great right, defense, meanwhile, too, on that team. Oh, great defense. Marlon Humphrey really having a huge season. Moving on to the NFC, though. Packers overtake the Saints for the one seed. So yep. Aaron Rodgers obviously had a big game, puts him and Mahomes at the one seed in each conference and the Saints moving down with their loss versus your Eagles. So how do you think this season could play out for both those teams?
1: Yeah, I really like the Packers this year. It's a big step up from what they've been doing recently. LaFleur in his second season as a head coach, he's done an amazing job. Packers offense looks good. Aaron Rodgers looks good. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league right now. So it doesn't look like any team can stop the Packers right now. Uh, yeah, the, Packers we'll got,
2: the Packers got Panthers, Titans, and Bears left on their schedule. Only team that can give them a real run for their money is the Titans. Derrick Henry, Definitely. he's been going off. He could be the best running back in football this yeah. year.
1: And the Packers have one of the worst run defenses in the league statistically right now.
2: Yeah, so that Derek was good. Yeah.
1: Derrick Henry could take that game over and give the Packers a nice wake-up call. Yeah, but, uh, the Saints, defense. Yeah, Saints go play the Chiefs next week, which is not going to be an easy game for them.
2: Yeah. So the Packers and Saints, it's going to be an interesting finish for them because the Saints not only Definitely. have the Chiefs, but they got the Vikings the week after. Potential Rookie of the Year candidate, Justin Jefferson, he's going to be working on Marshawn Lattimore. It's going to be an interesting game the week after this one. But the, the, the NFC West this year has been by far the best division in football. And the Seahawks and Rams have a big matchup week 16. The winner, of that's probably going to take the division. Who's the better team between the two?
1: Right now, for the better team, I'm still taking the Seahawks. Um, the Rams recently have played better, but I like the Seahawks. I just think their offense is going to figure it out. You know, Russell Wilson, he's not going to be mediocre forever. Russell Wilson's going to start to get into rhythm. The Seahawks are going to start to win games, and I'm still taking the Seahawks in that division. But if the Rams are able to go in there and come out with a win, I think, that would definitely, I think they could definitely be contenders for the NFC West and for the conference, really, if they can go and take down the Seahawks.
2: Uh, I kind of disagree with you. I got the Rams for the division, and here's why. The let Russ cook thing hasn't really been working this year. When when Russell Wilson throws the ball more than sixty five percent of the time in the game, they lose. That, it's been that way all season. They got four losses only times Russ has thrown more than sixty five percent of the time. So what they've got, what they've been doing recently when they've been winning games, they split the, they split the time between passing and running. That plays right into the Rams' strength. They've got a great front seven anchored by Aaron Donald. If they can stuff the run, force Russ to pass a little more, I feel like Seattle could be in a lot of trouble. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think if the Rams' defensive line can, you know, can completely shut down the run, I think Russell Wilson is going to have a tough time you know, putting everything on his back. And I don't think they're going to be able to throw the ball every play against the Rams because they have such a good pass rush. You know, They've West got a great pass rush. i have a lot of time. Ramsey. And they have Jalen Ramsey. who's probably going to go and take Metcalf out of the game again. I believe last time he held he held D.K. Metcalf to two catches, last time these two teams played.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ramsey's a big physical corner. He's going to go right up to D.K. Metcalf, and that's going to be a good battle. And Ramsey got the better of him last time, so it should be, should be an exciting one.
2: It's going to be a big battle, and it's going to come down to Russ. He's got 12 turnovers and four losses. If he can protect the football, they're going to come out with a win. I don't think he's going to.
1: Yeah, you definitely hope. If you're a Seahawks fan, yeah, Russ cannot turn the ball over. He's the best player on your team, and you need him to play like the best player on your team. So if he starts making mistakes, your team's going to be in trouble.
2: Mm-hmm. A little farther down the NFC standings, football team at the four seed, Giants currently at the twelve seed. That's going to be yep. an interesting finish with the Giants got the tiebreaker. They've got the Browns, Ravens, and Cowboys. If they can win two of those games, I think they can end up taking the division.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely two tough games in the Browns and the Ravens. Those two teams just put on the show last night but the redskins the redskins take on the seahawks so you know that's going to be a tough one they're going to have to go you know they, they did a good job with the steelers and the 49ers and now they have to go play russell wilson so you know that would be a statement win for the football team if they're going to be able to for sure if they're going to be able to take out the
2: seahawks what's interesting about the end of that race though is let's say the giants overtake the football team and move into the four seed that would put them in a matchup against the seahawks who they just seahawks. stole a win against so that's gonna be an interesting finish for the NFC playoff picture.
1: It will, and they they did everything right that game. So they did. They did a good job with the Seahawks, and they're gonna need to. They're gonna need every game to go like that if they're gonna to want to make a make a real run for this. Mm-hmm. But they definitely can. Their defense is like very good. James Bradberry is playing like one of the best corners in the league right now.
2: Other than Ramsey, he could be the best. The way he's yep. been playing. Yep, he's been lights out. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had an interesting win against the Vikings last week, put them in the sixth seed right now. How, do you think Tampa could win a playoff game, and if so, how many?
1: Um, well, first of all, I think the Saints are the much better team. The Saints beat them both times. The last time they played, the Saints embarrassed them. So I don't think they could win more than one playoff game at all because they would have to go through the Saints. I think the Saints are the much better team. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to have to – No chance at a bye. They have to play in the first round. They're going to play against a good team no matter what. So, you know, they win one game. I don't think they can win a second one. I just don't think they're competitive with the best teams in the NFC.
2: I agree. But what I find funny about the whole Tampa Bay situation is their biggest question mark is Tom Brady, arguably the greatest player ever. If he's your biggest question, that could be – that's a good problem to have. And if Tampa can eke out a win against, say, the Rams – They would play either the Saints or Packers. Divisional matchup, things could be different. Regular season doesn't always tell the whole picture. You look at Drew Brees just absolutely shredding that pass defense. I think things could be a little different.
1: Yeah, and you look at the last time the Buccaneers played the Packers, they forced Aaron Rodgers into two straight interceptions. You know, they ran one back for a pick six. And if their defense can step up and play like that against either the Saints or the Packers, they're going to have a good game because Tom Brady – Tom Brady and this offense are gonna they're gonna be able to compete with anybody.
2: Since that Packers since that Packers win, they've had arguably the worst pass defense in the NFL. I mean it's been shocking to see a Tom Brady yep. led team, bad defense. He didn't have that all that often in uh New England.
1: No. Yeah, and they're gonna need to figure it out because you can't your your defense needs to return to how it was against the Packers, and before that, you're gonna need that pass rush to step up with Shaq Barrett. But, you know, they have, a, they have a lot of talent on that team, a lot of weapons on offense, great players on defense. So if Bruce Arians can get that team together, they can definitely – they could beat the Packers again, maybe. But we'll see.
2: hmm So a um, couple big matchups next week. You got the Chiefs and the Saints. Could that be a potential Super Bowl preview? What are your thoughts?
1: I definitely think so. I think the Saints – the Saints definitely have a top three defense in the league right now, there's no question – haven't given up given up a hundred yard rusher before they played the Eagles this weekend. Cameron Jordan, great defense. The Chiefs are the clear favorites in the AFC right now, I think, no question. Uh, you know, the Bills, the Steelers, I think they're a little bit behind the Chiefs. So I think it definitely could be a Super Bowl, Super Bowl matchup. I think the NFC is gonna come down to the Saints and the Packers. So, you know, if they're able to if the Saints are able to go and, and beat Aaron Rodgers, then yeah, I could definitely see them matching up against the Saints. So the Chiefs. So if you had to pick the Super Bowl, is that who you'd have? I'm actually going to take the Bills coming out of the AFC. Oh. Uh, the Bills look, like a, Bills look like a very good team this year. They just went and they they beat the Steelers. Josh Allen looks great. He's a lot more accurate than he was last year. Um, he fixed his throwing mechanics. I think the Bills' defense took a little bit of a step down this year, but they they did a great job against Pittsburgh. And I think, I think Josh Allen's development this year is is going to be crucial. And if he's going to be able to keep playing, you know, at a high level down the stretch, I think they could definitely make a run in the AFC.
2: So who's coming out of the NFC?
1: Um, I like the Saints here. I think the Saints are, are the best team in the NFC right now. They're going to get Drew Brees back, you know. They're going to have Drew Brees. Alvin Kamara plays at a very high level when he's playing with Drew Brees. He was was a clear offensive player of the year before Drew Brees got hurt, and his receptions have gone down. But I definitely think the Saints, with that defense, I think they're the best team in the NFC. All right, so you've got
2: got Saints-Bills. I've got Chiefs-Packers. So my thing about the Bills, Josh Allen has really stepped up this season, but he's not – I don't want to say he's not near Mahomes, but Mahomes just gives the Chiefs such a premium over any quarterback they play. Because you look at Mahomes' season so far, he's, got, he's the only quarterback over 4,000 yards, and he's got 400 yards on the second, next, the second next guy. He's throwing almost 70% of his passes, and he's got an 85 QBR scale of what, 0 to 100. Meanwhile, Josh Allen, they've got similar like numbers all around, but Allen hasn't been as efficient with the football. He's been turning the ball over a little more, 76 QBR versus 84 it's gonna, like if Josh Allen can manage to outplay Mahomes, then I could see it happening. But other than that, I don't know if the Chiefs can be knocked off.
1: Yeah, and I think Mahomes, it's pretty incredible how much he throws the ball downfield and he has a sixty eight percent completion percentage, which is ridiculous. He's completing a lot of passes, a lot of passes down the field. His tight end Travis Kelsey is on pace for his for his fifth thousand yard season as a tight end, which is it's pretty incredible. And that offense looks hard to stop right now by Andy Reid. So mm-hmm. definitely the Bills defense—if the Bills want a chance—they're gonna. I think that Bills defense is gonna to have to step up. You know, they're gonna to have to get pressure on Mahomes. And you know, we'll see because I think Josh Allen has the capability to go and put up a lot of points against any defense with his with his skill set.
2: Yuki just put up 26 against the Steelers. But as it's for the Steelers. NFC, as for the NFC, you got the Saints and the Packers. I'm not as in on the Saints as you are. You look at their last three. You look at their last three playoff performances. They've come. Up, they've come up short each time. You can argue they yeah. were robbed against the Rams for sure, but despite yeah. despite that, well, the Vikings
1: made- have the Vikings have made it tough for them. Two out of the last three years, the uh, Vikings have given them you know pretty bad losses in the playoffs. But I think I think the problem for them is just getting that first win. I think once they get sort of momentum, you know, they go in wild card Weekend, assuming assuming they don't have a bye, assuming they go win one playoff game, wild card Weekend. I think they get a rhythm. Drew Brees finds you know, finds his rhythm, and I think they can go win another game and then another game, you know, we'll see.
2: Yeah, because Drew Brees, as injuries are never good, but this one might have ended up being beneficial for him. He gets a little bit of rest. You've been seeing his arms been wearing out for the playoffs last few seasons. But the thing about their matchup versus the Packers, I think the Packers would have the best quarterback, best receiver, and arguably at this point best running back in the matchup. So it will be coming down to Ken, Marshawn, Lattimore, and the Saints defense – Hold down against potentially the MVP.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to: is the Saints' defense is going to have to play a lot better than the Packers' defense. And Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara is going to need to going to need to show up. The Packers have a have a very low ranked run defense, and Alvin Kamara is going to have to take advantage of that for the Saints' offense. Definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. So you've got the Saints. I've got the Packers. Teams that are not necessarily looking for a, a playoff win at this point. The New York Jets. No. They've got a matchup against the Rams this week. I expect that to be a total blowout. Are the Jets going to win a game this season?
1: I don't think so, no. I think I think they had their one chance against the Raiders, and they blew it on the last play of the game. I th- I don't think they're going to get closer than that. I don't think they have a chance, no.
2: Yeah, that zero-blitz Hail Mary ended up crossing Greg Williams' job, but I'm actually going to say the Jets finished 1-15. They've got a matchup against the Patriots the last week of the season. They could eat that one out. And it's not about the Patriots being bad or the Jets being good. It's just it's such a Jets thing to do, to blow the number one to win the last game, lose the number one pick, lose Trevor Lawrence. Jaguars would steal him. So I think I think the Jets win at least one game the rest of the season.